Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, May 17th. It's the biggest primary day of the year so far, setting up major battleground state contests for this midterm election year. Five states from coast to coast are holding key primary contests today. Kentucky, Idaho, Oregon, North Carolina, and the biggest of them all happening in Pennsylvania. That's where much of the focus in the political world will be tonight. You've got an open Senate seat because incumbent Republican Pat Toomey is retiring. And you have this heated three-way contest on the Republican side between celebrity Dr. Mehmet Oz, former hedge fund CEO, Army veteran David McCormick, and Kathy Barnett, conservative commentator and author, really a product of sort of Donald Trump's MAGA movement to this position that she has surged into to being in real contention as one of these three key candidates. And Donald Trump has backed Mehmet Oz in this race. So last night, in an attempt to help get the celebrity doctor over the finish line, he called in at Oz's final campaign rally yesterday in Bluebell, Pennsylvania. And of course, he wants folks to vote for Oz and will pump him up, but he also wants to make sure that people do not go out and vote for Kathy Barnett. Kathy Barnett, nobody knew anything about her until a few days ago, literally. And she has a lot of explaining to do. Go out and vote for Dr. Ross. I think you're going to be extremely happy. If you're not, you'll blame me. And that's okay. (laughs) For Barnett's part, she did a diner stop today. And she told KYW why she thinks her message is resonating with voters. And overwhelmingly, Pennsylvanians feel squeezed. They feel as though something has gone fundamentally wrong with how our nation is being ran. And they're looking for someone with a spine to stand up and begin to speak our values. And that is what they found in me. David McCormick was widely seen as sort of the more, if not moderate, sort of establishment Republican in this race. But he also went hard to the MAGA crowd because he wanted Donald Trump's endorsement. And that's where all three of these candidates clearly see the energy inside the party and the critical mass of Republican primary voters are. So McCormick, after months of battling with Oz, thinking it was a two-person race, is now trying to sell himself in the final days as the only one that can win in November. The stakes are high. I'm battle-tested. I've got the set of experiences and the conservative values that will allow me to show up in the Senate on day one and make a big difference. And remember, Pennsylvania is a critical battleground state. It is also one state where Democrats see a potential opportunity to pick up a Republican seat and try to pad their majority. So as a way to prevent losing their Senate control in what is likely to be a pretty brutal midterm political environment this fall for the Democrats. So the idea of Republicans trying to convince Republican primary voters who's best equipped to win and hang on to the seat may be one that has resonance, but it doesn't seem to be trumping the energy that is existing in the right wing sort of Trump MAGA world of the party. On the Democratic side for this Senate race, you've got John Fetterman, the leading contender, had been a Bernie Sanders supporting progressive running this time around a little less as sort of a pure Bernie Sanders acolyte and trying to broaden his appeal in this battleground state. He is poised to win the Democratic nomination. 
And yet he had a stroke and he's in the hospital and he's not even going to be present at his election night headquarters tonight because he's recovering and is expected to make a full recovery from this stroke. But we're going to learn a little bit about what the Democratic Party's putting forward in a battleground state this fall in their hopes of winning this seat. In the governor's race, Doug Mastriano, the leading Republican contender who late last week got Donald Trump's support in this race, like Kathy Barnett, a clear 2020 election denier, he very well may end up the Republican nominee and will head into the fall election, most likely against Attorney General Josh Shapiro, who, by the way, announced today he has COVID and he's isolating at home. So another big name Democrat tonight won't be attending an election night headquarters event. So what are we going to learn tonight? We're going to learn from the partisans in both parties which candidates they put forward that they think give them the best shot at winning these races. And what does it say if the Republican Party ends up putting two election deniers forward as their standard bearers, even if they don't have Donald Trump's backing like Kathy Barnett doesn't? It certainly seems that Trumpism is alive and well in the Republican Party. But don't lose sight of what's happening outside Pennsylvania in North Carolina. Donald Trump has backed Ted Budd, the Republican congressman, over the former governor, Pat McCrory. Does Trump's power in the party carry the day there? Also, Madison Cawthorn, after weeks of controversy and scandal, is he able to hang on and be the Republican nominee? He's the incumbent congressman. Can he hang on against some tough competition where the Republican establishment has lined up against him? And then don't sleep on some of these Democratic contests, folks. Take a look in Oregon. There's a House race there, a Democratic primary between Kurt Schrader and a more progressive challenger. He's the incumbent, more establishment type Democrat. And Joe Biden endorsed him. Well, there's a chance that his progressive challenger wins tonight. What does that say about Joe Biden's stance in his own party? And a similar dynamic, but without the Biden endorsement in Western Pennsylvania in the 12th Congressional District. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren have gotten behind the progressive candidate in that race against a more moderate centrist Democrat. Who do Democratic voters put forward? And what does it say about how the Democratic Party wants to present itself to the country at large in a midterm election year where the environment and the economy and the president's standing all seem stacked against them? Be sure to tune in to CNN and CNN.com all night long for results. You will get the very latest. The coverage on television starts at 7 p.m. Eastern. And of course, on digital, we're there all the time. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.